Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Thanks for coming to Utah Jazz Podcast. I'm Spencer. You can find me on Twitter at SCampbellSBN. Welcome to the Utah Jazz Podcast. Uh, this is at Jimbo Rudding. Jimbo Rudding at uh, Jimbo Rudding on Twitter.com. And this is Mikey Peterson at MikeyVP on Twitter. The app. Sorry we missed you guys last week. Uh, I was traveling around the East Coast into California. I think Jimmy was in Canada. I was. And, and uh, Mikey, I don't know where you were, but we were unable to get all together. So we're back. Jimmy, did you notice that you dropped your hashtag like four times in 30 seconds? I did? Yeah. What do you mean? Never mind. Opening thoughts. Mikey, what do you got? <laughs> Uh well my opening thought I'm going old school because uh yesterday on NBA television they played Utah Jazz victories I don't know what the occasion was but they never play Utah Jazz victories you know the games in the finals that we discuss <laughs> that uh didn't end in the in victory the series didn't end for the Jazz but they played the the Jazz Bulls games that we won so. I was excited about that, and I I threw up a couple of videos on on the Twitter website. I don't know if you guys saw them of how physical it was. A uh, it was game five of the '98 finals, and there was about in in one minute of play, there was about four flagrant elbows that didn't get called, and I just thought it was hilarious. I posted two of them, and. <laughs> I did. I posted them because over uh, the playoffs this year, I posted a video of James Harden with the phantom elbow to the throat, and uh, we never we weren't on the podcast, so we didn't get to talk about it. But it got five million views and went kind of viral. And uh, to me, it made me laugh to see these side by side, where James Harden grabbed his throat, asked out of the game forced a timeout over a phony elbow that didn't happen and then in you know i posted these two clips of hornacek getting clocked by jordan and uh and stockton getting leveled by pippen the pippen one pippen probably would have been suspended but anyway just thought it was kind of a fun um fun side by side so and it's and any chance I get to talk about that ninety seven ninety eight team, I'll take it. So, did you guys watch it, any of those games? No, no, I missed that. Canadian uh, doesn't get that channel, I guess. No, I have, I have not watched. It. I have been off of Twitter. School starts next week, so things have been crazy at school. There you go. Well, it's a different okay. sport. That's my opening thought. Is NBA basketball two thousand nineteen is a different sport. 
than NBA basketball in 1998. We're going to, we'll, we'll talk about that. That actually goes from the core question of the, the, the day, but we'll talk about that later. My, uh, Jimmy, what's your opening thoughts? Yeah. My opening thought is, uh, just looking at some, you know, some rosters here and taking a look at the LA Laker roster. And I'm just not seeing how this is supposed to be like a title contending roster, even like, man, even a top four or five playoff roster. These guys, there's no one on this roster except for LeBron. Uh, and AD and I mean, Kuzma's nice, I guess, but I mean, I mean, that guy's going to carry you to the, I don't know. Like, I mean, look at this. They have nobody like Avery Bradley, who's, you know, 46 years old. Then they have, <laughs> uh, Caldwell Pope, who also is not great. Caruso. I actually like Alex Caruso. I forgot he played at Texas A&M and, um, was involved in that like miracle comeback in the, in the, uh, March Madness. Anyway, Caruso's good. He needs to shave his head, but he's good. Uh, Quinn this Cook. Quinn Cook is whatever. DeMarcus Cousins is also not, is nothing, nothing like he would have been or could have been, you know, two years ago, three years ago, he was killing it and was on his way to a, you know, max contract and probably could have got it if he hadn't just signed with the Warriors. Probably could have been paid a bunch of money, but he wanted to win and then he didn't. So, and then, you know, who the, who else they have? Like, Jared Dudley, who's also 48 years old, and Danny Green, who's 47 years old. It's like, they, I don't, who, how is this roster going to win? I, I don't understand how that works. Cause like, like they are, they are one, uh, LeBron sprained ankle, like badly sprained ankle, or, you know, Anthony Davis tweaked knee away from like 13th in the West. Like for real, I don't. I don't. There I just. Is, don't, I'm not seeing it. They have zero depth. They're gonna get they, killed when their second unit gets out there. They're pretty much the Pelicans of two years ago, older and more injured. With, you know, with LeBron, right? Like how yeah. many of those guys were on that playoff team for the Pelicans? Here's my uh, hot take of the day: LeBron is on the downhill. I mean, I, I know he got hurt last year. I don't, I don't think he comes back. I don't think he's, I, don't th I think we've seen the best of LeBron. Like, I don't think he's going to be like amazing, carry the team, you know, whatever anymore. Uh, I, I think it's one or the other. I don't think, I don't think he's, I think he's either going to be as good as we've ever seen him, well rested and whatever, or he's, he's, uh, starting down that road of, broken dreams <laughs> yeah maybe i'll be wrong i mean i'm not wrong ever but this i mean it could happen so maybe i am wrong this time about him but i don't know i i don't think that's the case <laughs> so, so i don't know i well it's interesting that you say that so i'm looking at i've looked at three different so now that the schedule's out right it came out today uh i'm looking at three different articles um, where the Jazz finish, one from Bleacher Report, one from 538, and one from SB Nation. Uh, 
Um, all of them have the Jazz finishing fifth in the West. All of them? All of them. Behind the Rockets, the Lakers, the Clippers, and the Nuggets. <laughs> so, uh. so you take that how you want, right? I mean... Whatever. I mean, yeah. that's possible, right? I, d- I just don't know if the Lakers are win. So, I mean, if you put the Jazz at, you know, 50, 50, how many did they win this last year? 51? Uh, the Jazz? Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I mean, 53, right? I don't, yeah, we don't know. Anyway, I don't know. But I, I just, I, I mean, looking at the, and I'm not like, I, I just, I feel like they're going to win more. But in order to win more, like that means the other West teams are going to have to lose more, right? Unless they just bulldoze through the East. But all of those, all of those that I've looked at have the 76ers taking the East um, and getting close to 57 or 58 wins, which is interesting. Yeah, I don't, I mean, the Jazz, it was 51. I don't know. If I had, if I had something other than a flip phone, I would definitely look that up. Oh, I don't have I the did. internet. You didn't okay. have the internet on this trip. You were gone. I didn't. Like, yeah, it was part of like it was, what, what decade did you travel back? To? I know it was it was crazy. I had to like look out the window and stuff. It was crazy. Like we were driving and there were trees and stuff blocking my Wi-Fi. There were it was yeah like it was pretty nuts. I mean it was it was uh, definitely dark ages. Did they have indoor plumbing or? Yeah, yeah, I did. So I guess that was good. We should probably apologize. We have listeners in Canada, so. Um, okay, next. This was more of a a product of Jimmy's host at the Airbnb, wasn't it? Less. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it was yeah. that. It was it was them. Like we asked for the Wi-Fi, and they're like, "Oh yeah, we'll give it to you." Never got it. Well, maybe they were right. maybe they were using all the Wi-Fi with the hidden cameras in their their. Airbnb. <laughs> Maybe I hope so. Okay, they, so they saw me pacing around the halls late at night, looking for something to do. Next segment: uniforms, throwbacks. It's official. What are you guys' thoughts? Love it! Oh, I'm so freaking excited about the return of the Purple Mountain uniforms. They're the my Purple childhood. Mountain Majesties. They are my. They are my childhood. They are. I've watched as many jazz games in that purple as I have the current uniforms because I rewatch those old games every chance I get. <laughs> no, but seriously, it's going to be going to be nice. So an interesting thought is, do you think that this is a combination of Adidas and Donovan? Or do you Are we think boring that- you, Spencer? Are we boring no. you? No, I'm tired. It's like <laughs> I have like a job where I involves people, not just like textbooks and stuff. Um, Oh, your job involves people too. Sorry. I forgot you're an editor. You edit people, not like text and stuff. Okay. Um, Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, No, no, no. So I'm just thinking like personal all of a sudden there, the, the, he got personal too. Like I yawn and all of a sudden it's like, so never personal Spencer knows that that's not true. Um, so, did the Jazz and the NBA contact Adidas and say, hey, listen, we're doing the throwbacks next year, throw out this version of the shoe, or was it the other way around? And then it went up the chain to the NBA, and they said, okay, we can do it. 
Well, I thought the version of the shoe was like the baby blues. It's gonna no. go. No, it has the, the it has the mountain. mountain. Yeah, it's like the well, shoe. The shoe matches the uniform. Okay, oh, that's cool. I see. I'm not, I didn't look at it that closely. I just kind of saw it. I'm know, just. I'm curious. I, I, maybe it went the other way, right? Maybe the NBA said, "Hey, you're gonna have the the," because that would have had to have been planned a long time ago, right? Now, nah, see, I bet you the Jazz are like they know what's good and know what sells here. They do research and talk to fans. They probably knew that people were clamoring for the. The mountains to come back. You know, it's funny. I remember going to the game years ago and them asking about, you know, what they thought of the Jazz logo and what, what I what I would have preferred or whatever. And I remember saying, hey, bring back the note, man. That's that's what we want. And them saying, you know what? I agree with that and we will do that. And so I was instrumental in bringing back the note. No, like for real, though, like they, they did ask me, like just in the halls, of a, you know, before a game. And I told them, yeah, like, bring back the note. We need the note. It's, you know, and, were, and they did. Were you and I actually there when they unveiled that I, logo? So, yes, we were. Do you remember that? Yeah, it was and like I remember, us in the press. No, no fans yeah. showed up. <laughs> there, it and was we open like, to fans. Yeah. Like, me and Mikey show up. We're like, uh, do we need credentials? Do you remember? So, the side note, like, do you remember when uh, we were, like, before they announced it, and then uh, David Locke was, like, running around i think he had way too much coffee but he did like this running <laughs> running chest bump to, to some guy and he the other guy didn't do it yeah, and so he the just other guy wasn't and, ready for it yeah yeah or something and i don't know who the other guy was but he ran and jumped in the air like really high and uh and the guy kind of caught the guy by surprise and and then they just kind of like stood there and and it was it was very awkward so I do remember this. So just so fans are clear, the mountain logo went from '96 to 2015-16. Really? Yeah. So I'll break this down oh, for you. Right. So there was the initial the initial mountain logo was '96-97, and that was like where the the circle was red, and then the uh, not really red, but it had the mountains as part of the basketball, and then it has jazz with the little flashes coming off to the side. That was from two thousand. That was from ninety six to two thousand three, two thousand four. Then they but the re- jersey changed in about two thousand three, right? So we well, still had a version of the mountain logo. So there was yeah, so there was two. This is yeah. So two thousand four is when they changed to the baby blue, purple, and dark blue. That went from two thousand four to two thousand nine, two thousand ten. Right. Then they had the green mountain jersey. From 2010, 11, all the way to 15, 16, and then 16, 17, they brought back the note and a some sort of um, like part of that. So there's actually like when they had the primary dark logos from 11 to 15, 16, they had like four different mountain versions. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. There was like a yellow one, a green one, a gray one, and then like a dark blue one. So if you go to, and I'm not pitching this site, but it's sportslogos.net and just search for Utah Jazz. It has all the alternative ones. Do you guys remember the snowflake one where they just had the snow, the ball and then the snowflake, or it was the pine trees, but it looked like a snowflake? What? That was a real thing? Yeah. I don't think those were real, were they? Yeah, yeah I, don't, they, I don't think so either. Dude, they're real. I'm looking at it right now. Just because it's on some crazy dark part no, of the internet no, doesn't mean it was real. They were the alternate logos. 
So the note, the note that they brought back was the different color. It wasn't the purple original note. Anyway, you can look it up online. Uh, I never, I don't remember uh, Snowflake. It, just look for it, and you'll find it. Do you remember the U and the J, the little U J with the baby blue? Yeah, I do remember yeah. that. And then oh, yeah. oh, that was like more of the warm ups, right? Right. That's what I'm saying. It's an alternative logo. And then oh nine oh ten or 09 2010 they brought back the baby blue note so and now the alternative jersey is just the logo like just the basketball uh, and yeah, the yeah, yeah. one the, the alternate the logos that you're talking about are they're like part of the graphics that were on on the court or part on the jersey not the official right logo i see right. what you're talking about so they're like the uj the they're like the they were on the bottom of the shorts or on the waistband or the yes letterhead. But there was something. a snowflake. Yeah, I see the snowflake. That was on the yeah. that was on the waistband. Yeah, it was right where the the ties come out. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think I do remember that. This is now. riveting, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> every so every team you could ever want is here. It's fascinating. Anyway, uh, I don't want any, any team. I want the Jazz. Okay, my thoughts are. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you. What are your thoughts on the next new... Uh, I don't care. Uniform? I don't care. It's like, <laughs> in the whole grand scheme of things, is just to make the NBA and the players more money. Like, whatever. Just win games? Who cares what you're wearing? Yeah, yeah. I'm at the point now where I'm that's getting how, to the point. I'm just like, I don't care what you're wearing. You're well, no. I just like, I don't buy a jersey every time they come out with the new ones. I don't buy a hat every time. They, right. Like, I just, no, but, no, but you are old. Like, that's a sign of your age. No, but I, like, I have the... Never mind. I don't want to get into it. Like I have, no, I'm serious. I have the note. I've had the note hats for probably ten years. Like, and everybody made fun of me, and they're like, "Oh, where did you get that?" And I'm like, "It's online. Like, you can get it from Mitchell and S." But anyway, that's fine. So, so you were the trendsetter. I'm telling you, man. Me, me and you, we were the ones that brought the note back. True story. So, so my thoughts are on the on the new on the uniform I, I honestly like they're gonna be cool and whatever but i didn't really love them back in the day like even the finals runs like i never thought like oh our jerseys are so or, like our uniforms are great like i ne i never was like totally like on board I, I think they're gonna be fine they're gonna look good um but i'm not a hundred percent in like this is gonna be so sick <laughs> it would be <laughs> or whatever like, yeah, it's gonna be fine. I think I'm, I'm kind of leaning towards you. Like, as long as they win the game, like I don't really care what so you're doing. So you're wear. gonna have a couple different versions, right? So they have like the yellow and the green and the purple throwbacks. I wonder if they're gonna have the baby blues. I think will look sick, to be honest. Like, like the baby blues. Remember, like with the with the dark yeah, blue gonna... trim. Like, I'm excited to see Rudy and Donovan yeah. just in those. I it would be cool if they came up with like a new color sheet, like just for one. And I know, like, we're not having a Christmas Day game, but, like, to have that one day where there was, like, you throw in some red and some black or something, and then, yeah. I don't know, that would be cool. But, kind of mix it up yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Um, we have a commercial break. Um, Jimmy, you got today's sponsor, and we're going to start in yeah. five seconds. Ready? One, five, go. Go ahead. Just do it. Okay. Just yeah. do it. All right. Yeah, so hey, this, we uh, got 30 seconds before the silence. 30 seconds. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. yeah 30 seconds. So this uh, this Utah Jazz podcast is brought to you by Cheese Graters. Do you want cheese, but not like a whole block or wheel? You want tiny strips to melt on things? Try a cheese grater. 
it uh it'll get those little tiny strips of cheese that you need on your food. Okay, so the commercial yeah. plays right that here. That last five seconds will probably be silent. It, it might, but so did you guys have one? Did Sorry. you guys have growing up one growing up? It was like cut in half, and then there was like the big. You could do like sliced cheese in the middle, and then like little little um, cheese on top, and then bigger cheese on the bottom. Mine always had four sides. Really? Oh, you had I, one that stood up, and all the cheese went in the middle. Yeah, uh, like you were, I've never had the one side. I got one in my wedding for our wedding gift that was one of like they have a macaroni grill. Where they oh, like grate you, the parmesan and you like wind it. It doesn't work on soft cheeses. It doesn't work with soft cheeses very right. well. Do you still have it? So like over your plate? Yeah, I do. It's it's a pain in the butt to clean, but it's I I try it. I I enjoy it. Okay, fifteen more seconds. Is macaroni grill even around anymore? I think there's one uh, in Salt yeah. Lake. Well, there was there was one down in Provo that my wife used to I, my wife and I used to go to all the time because they had a gluten free menu. But like I haven't been for like ages. And we're going to move so many cheese graters with this podcast. But they, but they do have the one, Olive Garden does that too, right? The white one where they just go and they're just like, and they're like, hey, do you yeah. want more? And then you tell them when to stop. And the guy, I told you to stop 30 seconds ago. And you got like this whole pile of cheese. And you have to like take it off, put it on your plate. Ugh. I'm the opposite. I'm like, I make them keep going. And they run. I make them keep going and they look so, at me like I'm. So the one, so the yeah. one, so we have like 10 more seconds. So the one that we had. Until it's like start chopping into their fingers. The one that we had grown up was just a single piece of metal and it had like two handles on the end. And in the very middle was a long slice. So you could do like actually hey, slices. Back. Okay. Sorry. Oh, Welcome back cool. to the Utah Jazz oh, podcast. Hey, hey, we're back. Uh, so the next topic is Donovan Mitchell, USA. They're down to 15 players. Um, what I, it would be great to interview him about this. I'm sure he's talked about it, but. Um, one of the things, and we've talked about this in a previous episode, my thought are thoughts is thoughts are, um, well, we don't do grammar. English. Yeah. What? We don't know English. <laughs> we don't know English on this podcast. podcast. Talk much. Okay. <laughs> what That's it. Start the podcast is, over. This, this is a, a the benefit that we talked about previously of, of Donovan Mitchell playing on the Olympic team possibly was that he would learn from and grow from all of the like superstars around him. The problem is there's not really any superstars anymore. Like Kyle Lowry withdrew today. So now there's 16 guys. One thing, one thing I am excited about though, is that he gets to be coached by Greg Popovich, to be honest with you. Like, yeah, that's cool. Other than that. And, and Mike Krzyzewski. But I mean, other than that, it's like, okay, cool. Go represent USA and win and bring home the gold medal. I just don't want him to get hurt, but I also understand why he's going to play. So for me, it's like cool. It's cool to have a jazz representative on because they'll be doing interviews. They'll be doing all that stuff with him. And so he'll get like, and it looks like he might be like one of the main dudes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. What are your thoughts, Mikey? No. Yeah. I heard Van Gundy on a, anyway, I heard Van Gundy discuss it and talked about how Donovan looks freaking awesome right now he said that he's one of the standouts there and he's showing his superstar level talent and kind of like on what you said instead of learning from all the stars it's like he's be he's the guy people are learning from or taking notice of or taking note of <laughs> but uh <laughs> yeah, but, yeah no, like he's, and he has the new usa shoes which are pretty sweet too Anyway, but no, I think it's going to be really good for him. I think it's going to be good for the Jazz. 
Um, I think it's a good thing all all the way around. Yeah, I mean, it is nice that Donovan gets to go and learn from stellar athletes like Harrison Barnes and Joe Harris. <laughs> like, that's going to really help his game. Uh, so, you know, whatever. Mason Plumley, maybe. Like, I'm I'm kind of looking at this list right now. I mean, some of these guys, like Derek White, why is that guy on? The t- like, Derek White won't make it. How many, we're thinking they have to cut three more guys? They need to get down to 12. I think they're at 16 or 15 right now. Yeah, they're at 16. Or no, Kyle Lowry, you said just just left, yeah. right? They're at 15 now. So. I, I guess the thing I'm most excited for, sorry to cut back in, but is the idea of Donovan playing Joe Ingles or Rudy Gobert. I think that will be that, very that fun. Will be, that will be cool. We, yeah, we I just don't for, care. What do we hope for more, Donovan to dunk on Rudy Gobert or Rudy Gobert to stuff Donovan at the rim? Like that's one of those. I'll take one. I'll take existential. I'll take one of each because it'll be it'll be so much fun. Like so, you know, do you remember the you remember the dunk that Ronnie Price had on Carlos Boozer? Which like if if you don't love that, you don't love NBA basketball. Like you know that had to come up like multiple times in the locker room when they were playing together, right? Like, there's no way that Ronnie Price doesn't be like, hey, you remember that one time? And Boozer's like, dude, shut the freak up. That's not funny. Right? Yeah, but you know what? That that guy says that. The Kings announcer says that every every game. I know. So but, it's not like he's no, I know, but that dunk, that dunk but, was just unbelievable. Right. Right? No, it was, it was pretty cool. It was a pretty cool so, dunk. Anyway, if you haven't seen the dunk, just Google Ronnie Price, former UVU product, shout out. Uh, on Carlos Boozer, probably like 07, 08, maybe. Yeah, uh, uh, I don't know, something like that. Back in the good yeah. old days. Okay. Uh, Jimmy, what are your thoughts on the Donovan Mitchell USA? I'm with you, man. I just don't want him to get hurt. Just, just you know, the good thing is he's going to come into the season. He's going to be in shape. He's going to be playing with like the top talent in the world, you know, for at least what is it, three, two, two to three weeks, or whatever, however long this thing lasts, and then he'll have some recovery time and come into camp, hopefully in shape and feeling good. Because um, like last year, I don't think, I mean, with his injury, I don't think he did a whole lot during the summer, and he came in. I, I think he was out of shape to start the season, and that's why he kind of had a slow start. But if he's playing right now at this level, um. Also against hurt. supposedly the top talent. Yeah, he's it's going to be good for him. As long as he doesn't get hurt. Please don't get hurt. Yeah. No, I agree. Right? I agree. Okay, uh, next, uh, this this will be together. Schedule comes out. Um, we have 15 nationally televised games. Last year we had eight. So our we basically doubled our nationally televised games. Those of you that haven't looked through the schedule, we're not going to go through it game by game. The beginning of the year is rough again. Like, play the Clippers twice in the first month. We've got Houston, L.A., Lakers. Um, like, it's crazy. We still have to play everybody. Like every year, they make no, us play yeah. everybody. Um, but I think I, I think it's when we when, when we play everybody and how that looks on a road trip. But I, I mean, at this point, it's like the Spurs have the you know eight game uh, rodeo. 
trip. The East, the Knicks have one of those. You know what I mean? Like everybody gets something. Um, what do you think yeah. overall about the schedule? Eh, I haven't looked at it really that closely quite yet. I mean, I, I did see it looks like the first 10 and last 10 look pretty rough. But, you know, January and February look pretty good. I mean, was that three, six, eight of the 11 games in February are home games? So that's a that's a thing. Um, I guess there's not a whole lot of there's not a whole lot of back to backs this year either. It looks no, like. I think they, they they cut everybody um, down. Um, oh, and then the ones that there are look pretty close, like OKC, Denver, Philadelphia, uh, Toronto. I mean, this, these aren't like crazy long distances you have to travel in between games. I mean, there's the Warriors, Pelicans, or no, that's a, those are two home games. Um, you know, so I don't know. It's, uh, I guess OKC and then back home. I don't know. I'm, I'm, just, I'm really looking at this for like the second time today. So I don't really have a huge opinion about so, it. So, I, I mean, so if you, if you count NBA TV games, there's 25 games on national broadcast, but four of those are going to be the late game of a doubleheader against either the Lakers or the Clippers. So there's one, like the first week of this, this season, we play the Lakers and the Clippers. And then the last, uh, in March, we play at LA, which is nationally televised. And then the Clippers, like the last week of the season. But like that Denver game on the last, the very last night or a couple last nights of the season could be huge, right? Um, yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a big one. And that's home game yeah. too. So, so that'll be a fun. Like there's a lot of those fun. home and home at the end of the season, the Lakers and the Nuggets, the, those are going to be some tough season deciding games right. there. So, yeah. okay. Um, yeah. All right. Getting ready. Go so, ahead. Quick, quick, uh, quick new segment. Uh, wait, wait. We're going to do like a real, is this like a real segment rapid. or is this just like a makeup well, one? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, a real one. We're going to do all a kind of made up. No, I just, he didn't. That's true. They he all, didn't tell all, me he was going to do this before, so this is when I get like... So, okay, go ahead. <laughs> New segment brought to you by Jimbo Rudding. <laughs> yeah, and Cheese Raiders. We can't do it twice. Okay, so... Okay, so... Here here we go. So, I'm just going to name two things. You guys tell oh, me gosh. which one you'd pick, right? And you can't say anything but the answer. Is this Utah so Jazz related? Think, you just... Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. You just say the you say what you what you would pick, right? Don't try to think too long about it. You just say boom, boom, right? Okay, here we go. Okay, ready? Here it goes. Brian Russell Joe or Ingles. Joe Ingles? Joe Ingles. Okay. Ostertag or Kufus? Ostertag. Okay. Big time. Booter or Booter or Big T? Big T. Okay. I never saw Booner Sieg play. Siegfried or Jensen? Siegfried. Uh, okay. Can I go with Roy? That different yeah, that's fine. I'll accept that one. Subway or Arby's? Arby's. They Arby's. have the meat. Okay. Roll or roll or muffin? Muffin. I thought these roll. were jazz related. Okay. Okay. They are. Goonies or Goonies. Stand By Me? What the frick are you talking about? Okay. Tastes great or less filling? Less filling. 
and that's 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 the end. Well, you didn't even Simon. answer, so you've got to go back through and go and answer them. Yeah, go. I do. Okay. Brian Russell, Joe Ingles. I go Brian Russell. Oster tag Kufus. Oster tag Siegfried or Jensen. Jensen, like by a long shot. Booner or Big T. Big T. Subway or Arby's. Really? Subway. Roll or Muffin. Roll. Goonies or Stand By Me. Goonies. Taste great or less feeling. Taste great. Byron Russell over. That's Can a, I just say a word for Byron Russell Oster over tag. Joe Ingles? Oh yeah, do, do you do you remember? You don't remember, do you? Do you remember? I remember. We don't, I, we don't have. I, we don't know. I remember. On this podcast, apparently, do, when you say it like that, you're questioning. Like, did I ever watch a jazz game before I was like 38? Did you ever watch a jazz game before? 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 <laughs> like when you were a kid? Do you remember watching those jazz games? So if you Brian could put Russell, Brian Russell on today's team. Or Joe Ingles on that team, you'd you'd say you put Brian Russell on today's team rather than Joe Ingles on that team. That's a different question. Yeah, no. It's kind of the same. It's not the same question. I, no, I because would, he, the thing the, the, Jerry, the okay, that's going to go to our core question of the week. So can we just transition now? That's fine. Wait, I just have to say a word on Oster Tag. He okay. is vastly underrated because he has a stupid name and <laughs> he was a lazy human being. But right. Jazz don't make it to the finals without Greg Ostertag. There's my I totally there. agree with this. Totally. Greg Ostertag was stellar, a good player, but he just didn't have the work ethic and didn't like basketball. So if you if you could somehow convince him or could go back and convince him, hey, basketball is really fun. You should try it out and listen to your coaches and work hard. The Jazz win two finals. I'm gar- I guarantee you that. But like also I think because, of the, like, because I, of the rules, he was. Not I think you're. Play. I think you're forgetting the MJ factor. I'm just saying that. No, 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 I, no, no. So okay, let me read. Let me go back a little bit. I, I agree with Mike. What Mikey said. If if. The Jazz don't have yeah, Ostertag, they don't that. get to the finals. Ostertag gets a bad rap because he had like Butterfingers and he did dumb stuff and said dumb stuff and got in a fight with Shaq or whatever. But the but dude he got in a fight he's with like, Shaq because he dominated Shaq two years in a row in the playoffs, by the way. Okay, yeah, no, totally. Outplayed Shaq. Right. And Shaq got mad and so he slapped him in the face. But, uh, the guy altered shot. He's he's like Rudy. And I'm not saying he is Rudy or was Rudy, whatever. But he alters so many shots, and he did back then that you that you can't quantify that, right? And so, but it gets a bad rap because he wasn't in shape, or and Malone, you know, got pissed at him. But the dude was he was good. He was good. Okay, I'm not saying he was bad. There. <laughs> Shout out! To I'll fight guys. anybody who says okay. he's bad. All right, you ready? He's a, he's a long time. Meet, meet me at the note in front of the arena. I'll fight you if you think that Ostertag was bad. Are you ready? Hashtag Ostertag was good. That's that's the there hashtag of this podcast. Ostertag was good. If you listen to the podcast and you give us that hashtag, Ostertag was good, Spencer will contact you and send you a T-shirt, one of his old T-shirts from when he was a kid. <laughs> I will not do that. Is that true, Spencer? 
Okay, but at least he'll contact you. He'll follow you on Twitter. He'll I have some old baby clothes you. I could donate to the cause. Yeah. Hey. He'll send Here's you something. Week. I love it how when love. we try and transition, it's Goodbye. like takes like five minutes. I'm sure the fans love it too. Sorry. Okay, so the question of the week from Cora is where would prime John Stockton rank today in the current NBA? Best point guard okay, in the so, NBA. Yeah, so prime John Stockton had like 26 assists a night. There is no other player in the in the league that gets close to I'm that. Just asking. He's about the most efficient three-point shooter that's ever played. But he was very, very efficient three-point shooter. Um, yeah, this this is one of my pet peeves of this summer that I've 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 uh, struggled with the lack of respect from Jazz Nation to John Stockton. They and I'm going to sound like an old man, but to the to the young people who didn't see him play. Oh, that it kills me to see people want to rate Chris Paul as better than John Stockton because it's not right. even, it's not even a close. John Stockton in the finals, John Stockton wasn't even close to his prime. You know, yeah, he was thirty five years Jazz old. Had ten winning seasons was prior to that with Mark Ivoroni in the starting lineup, and you know. <laughs> Brian Russell was the second round draft pick backing him up and David Benoit and Shen. Let's talk about the guys who are out of the league who didn't have another successful moment unless they play other than the times they played with John Stockton. Anyway, set him up. John Stockton would be the best point guard in the game today. Hands down. Okay. No, I'm just you asking. Agree, I'm Spencer? waiting for you guys to finish and want to make sure that you guys get your uh, get your uh, I, I, the the thing is, this is the thing, right? Let me explain okay. the thing to you guys. The, the, thing, the thing is, is the game is different today than than it was back then, right? You can hand check more, and there's different rules now. You can travel now. You couldn't travel then. Uh, you know, there's just there's it's just different, and so with that, his game would have to evolve and adapt, and. You know, it's the same thing if you put like Chris Paul back then. Like, would he still be? Let's, yeah, let's, let's flip this around. Would he still be the best or, you know, a good point well, guard? James, let's do James Harden. Let's put yeah, okay, James, James Harden, Harden or Russell Westbrook in this discussion. I think, right. I think, how many Russell, times a game does he get I think Russell Westbrook would be amazing back then. I think he would have fit right in, to be honest. He would have. Been, I think he would have been very good back then. I don't think James probably, Harden but he, gets off the bench. I wouldn't back then. Yeah. Well, I don't know about Westbrook. Probably wouldn't have been a point guard. He probably would have been a two guard. Do you know what I mean? Like this. Like the. It's just different. Like the the build and the. I mean, he has a skill set to be the point guard. I don't know. I don't know. This is a kind of, this is an interesting conversation, but I don't. Uh, I mean, I don't think Chris Paul would dominate the league if he played back then, you know, and John Stockton's when he was 30, 30 to 35. You know, like, it was just a different era and different basketball. And the, yeah, the, the game the, changes. The things that Stockton, the parts of Stockton's game that would suffer are transition, 
he he's one of the best transition point guards, if not the best to ever play. Magic, you could argue, but John Stockton running down the court, fast break. He had Carl Malone. That that's maybe his most underrated skill. And in today's game, they take that away with those stupid the transition, Euro, the, the fouls, Euro fouls, those Euro fouls. So yeah. that would he, his game would suffer there. But I think John Stockton, given a different um, coaching philosophy and the different rules of the game, I think he would be an elite three point shooter. I mean. I think he would shoot the lights out of the ball in today's game, given that opportunity. But and I, I mean, even even I think he'd more, have than, more, more than assists. forty, more than more than forty percent is what you're saying, right? Yeah, right. And I think yeah, he might have more assists. Much. You take away the transition assists, but with the number of three point shots that are taken, and the you know half of half of Russell Westbrook's assists are just kick out to the three-point line and people shooting, you know, what would have been a bad shot back in the day. Um, Stockton got all those assists by dissecting the offense. And I, I think there are things that would suffer, but go go watch the games against the Lakers when he was in his prime and he got 19 assists and broke the steals record against Magic. Like, he, he was a different kind of a player when he was young and before we even were could watch it. So I, anyway, you, you struck a nerve. I think he would be a elite in today's game. And, uh, there you go. What was the, what was the original question? Um, where would prime John Stockton rank in the current NBA? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like he, Prime John Stockton. I, I mean, he got to be up there, right? I, I don't know. Are we talking no, commercially I'm just, or I'm just, just I'm just I'm just throwing it. That's right. the question. The question is, where would Prime John Stockton rank in the current NBA? We answered it. Well, he never he never rates well, high commercially any anytime. Um, I, commercially, whatever. I, I mean, I think he would be very similar to like uh Kevin Durant or Paul George or some of the grumpy players in the NBA right now where they just don't want to talk to anybody and whatever and that's fine but if you're talking about like vision wise i mean with the cutting and the backdoor and the hands off kind of stuff um i agree with Mikey as far as the assists would probably go down a little bit he'd still lead the league but they would go down i mean i don't think he'd put up 15 a game um no but he oh, would yeah, yeah. he would lead the league um and I also think, but he he might still because of the but kick we would, out three. But he, but he, but his, yeah. yeah. I guess you're right. I mean, the pick and roll. But the other thing is, he would probably average four or five more points a game, right? Um, so on the on those pick and rolls now, instead of waiting to pass or hitting the the roll, he shoots the three pointer right on a pick and pop or something like that. Um, uh, it depends on who he's playing with, too. But yeah, he, arguably yeah. he would be one of one of the best. I think defensively, though, because of the way the league's changed, there's some things that like he would get caught off. Right? I mean, I can't imagine him. It's just different because the point guards didn't score as much back then. You know, so like him guarding Westbrook, him guarding, you know, some of the the point guards in the league. So. 
Well, a lot of his steals, a lot of his steals came from reading the passing lanes and the part where his steals was the double team, right? Is, that, that, there's not as many right. post post players, and he would he would if someone turned their back to him to go or turned their back to Carl or whomever or Ostertag. He, that ball was his if it came right. below their. Knees. But that's a, but you can't you can't you can't There's do that double team now because play. they call the you know the the defensive three seconds or whatever you want to call it right so that that weird illegal defense so okay uh, closing thoughts Mikey mm. oh just uh, I'm ready for basketball to uh, start again I'm kind of looking forward to the World Cup. I hope Donovan's there just because it's something to watch and something to talk about. Um, but, uh, yeah. Um, and then we didn't talk much about this, but um, Stephen Starks going to be the CEO of Larry Miller. I, I'm curious what that means for the Jazz. I know he'll still have his imprint on the Jazz, but hopefully not too much changes. Um, he sure had a pretty he's had a pretty amazing run at that position. So kudos to Steven Starks for making the arena, doing the arena, and now this transformation of the team that all happened on his watch. So go you Okay, Jimmy, what do you got? That's all. Yeah, so um I also am ready for basketball. I'm I'm not I'm not a big college football guy. Uh, I am I am entertained by it, but I don't live and die with it. So I'm just sitting here waiting, you know. So, but I do love like during the summer when stuff like this comes out. You know, the schedule comes out, and you know, summer league and free agency. But like, there's this is that lull. This is that period that sucks, where we're just sitting here waiting. Um, but yeah, like, again, I hope I just, I don't care if the United States wins this FIBA or whatever this is, World Cup. I just don't want anybody to get hurt. And if someone gets hurt, I don't know, I might do some things and I don't know what those things are, but I don't know, something to my neighbor's deck. I don't even know. Or my neighbor's mailbox. I don't know. But either way, my neighbor's in trouble. So I really hope that the the no one gets hurt and we just come out of it unscathed and we hit camp and Exum's hundred percent and Moutier like figured out how to play basketball and uh you know and Jeff Green got a little younger and Mike Conley is has his best year yet. I'm ready for all that. His best year yet. That's a stretch. Okay. Closing closing well, thoughts. Hey. Uh, shout out to all of those that give you a hard time because we didn't have number three. I have no idea what number this is at this point. 200 and something. Uh, so, I don't know. We don't know numbers. So, I guess, why, why are you yep. expecting us to And know? things you know will be mean? more consistent because school's starting back up and everything's kind of more routine now. Again, thank you for listening to the Utah Jazz Podcast. Yeah. Our sponsor, Cheese Graders. Yeah. Thank you, Cheese Graders. Utah Jazz Podcast. Yeah. Thank you, Cheese Graders.